It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome to Beyond the Building. Debbie and Laura here to welcome you to December. Laura, that went quickly. It really did. Man, I feel like we just were thanking God that 2021 was starting. <laughs> and, so true. Uh, so we are we're excited to get into a Christmas month with a very unusual Christmas theme. We are calling this month um, Not Left Out. Now, some of our listeners may say, wow, I feel like a deja vu moment. Like maybe I've heard this before. And I'm going to tell you that you're spot on. A number of years ago, this was a theme at our church uh, at the Christmas service um, that the kids put together and then I had preached it. But I got to tell you, Laura, this teaching came out of a quiet time as I studied the same old Christmas story. You know, sometimes you, you read it. I've read this story a thousand times and there's always angels and shepherds and sheep and like nothing ever changes. Mm-hmm. But we know that the word of God is alive. And anytime you sit down with fresh eyes and you invite the Holy Spirit, show me what's on your heart, Lord. And, I, and I'm going to pursue that. There was a year that when I looked at the Christmas story, I saw a running theme through that Christmas story of, of feeling left out. Mm. And I, I don't know about you, but I have definitely felt left out at different times over the years. And I love how, when I take a look at scripture uh, God is always highlighting what we call that rhema word, that personalized, hey, this is for you to embrace. And we really felt like this was a year that we needed to bring that up again. Absolutely. I, I think one of the exciting things about studying the word of God is uh, when we take the time and we open it up and even like you just said the old story that we've heard every year around this time uh it produces growth it changes us if we'll take the time to study and listen to it even the christmas story which we have heard since what with the time we were were born we feel like it it's always relevant to our lives today and i think the theme that god has really uh put on our hearts for this month is so relevant to where so many of us are in this season, which is interesting given the season that we just came out of. Absolutely. So this this theme in this first particular podcast is the idea that Jesus understands feeling left out. I think it's a struggle for all of us. I can remember, Laura, there's two two aspects of this that I think really connect with me. Um, I was always the third person in a triangle of girlfriends. And, and when I was one-on-one with a girlfriend, it was fine. But then when that second girl showed up, it was like, I just vanished Mm. and I always felt out of the loop. And then when my husband and I over the years, and this is, this is like a track record, we are very drawn to uh, introducing ourselves to new people and embracing them, bringing them in our house and then connecting them with people within the body of Christ. But what happens is these I mean, this is like decades, Laura. This is yeah. started started in college. We yeah, would yeah. we would bring a friend in and introduce them to another friend, and then we would stand by and literally watch our friends ride off in the sunset mm. and become best friends. Mm. And and there was that feeling over the years of being left out. Understanding now that God, that's part of His plan for um, my husband and I, because we are welcomers. We bring people in, but you can only stay best friends with so many people. 
Yes, yes. So, but I, I definitely connect to that. And I think when you look around, there are different groups of people in the church and out of the church that that are like dying to feel like they fit in somewhere, whether it's from kids to teenagers to adults. And yes, all my years working in geriatrics, older people are going through yep. those feelings of, uh, you know, I, not feeling like they're included. And I watch a whole generation that is not computer savvy, that is mm-hmm. missing out on announcements because that's where, that's where people are. Communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. people, people who have disabilities, you know, it's just, it's a, there's, it crosses the age, it crosses socioeconomic barriers, whether you're in church, whether you're not in church, it is a life issue. I think each one of us has to um, walk through. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons when we look at the Christmas story from this perspective, it just breathes such life into our holidays. And it's interesting, too, because honestly, the holidays, there's so many events going on all of the time. And if we're on social media, which, of course, has heightened all of this uh, opportunity to feel left out when you're not the one in the pictures, uh, there will be so many events or people will be out to lunch or or doing Christmas shopping together. Right. And you're not the one who's in the picture. So there certainly is a lot of opportunity for us to feel left out in the holidays season. But I look back at my story, Deb, and I I just think in every season of my life, this is something I've had to work through. I always feel left out of something. And, you know, perhaps it stems from my childhood, which I've talked about in the past, where I had really, really hard time making friends and um, being in any kind of relationship. And I I love to laugh at the fact that my mom uh, used to hand out lollipops so that I could be included in things with the other kids in the neighborhood. But I think it's just all through my life, whether it's I was never on the sports teams in the beginning, I wasn't in the choir and the sports teams in the choir, they would have parties and all the other kids were in them. And I was in study hall by myself because everybody else was together celebrating or doing something uh, fun. We can all relate to not being picked for a team or not being picked as the person that somebody else would want to do a project on. Uh, And in this season in my life, uh, moving to a new place, and I, I know I've been here for two years, which is a long time, and I do feel in, I do feel a part of what God has me doing here has kind of alleviated some of that being left out. But when I first moved here, hard stuff when you come into a new, brand new community, you really don't know anybody, and it is so easy, even when you're taking a walk, to see other people walking with friends and want to say, like, can I can I walk with you? Like, can I be part of your story? And yet, it, it's not their fault. They don't know you just moved to town. And yet, you feel so left out. And then you were quarantined, too, which didn't help yes, that whole issue. Yes, right, right, right. So everybody had that part. Welcome to the neighborhood, and yeah. no, none of us is walking now, so I yeah. hope you like your house. <laughs> Well, I think holidays bring it out even more. You yeah. know, there's it's all these uh, traditions of getting together and and you perceive even more. It's enhanced, right? You are not invited or you are overlooked, you know, or oh, I sent the invitation to the wrong person. It just, there's always reasons why things become more pronounced at the holiday season. I think last year we were all stuck at home, right? So there was a lot of, uh, shelter from uh, emotionally saying that, you know, if you're struggling with feeling left out, well, nobody was doing anything last mm-hmm, year. It was mm-hmm. all like a zoom Christmas, right? Yep. Yeah. But this year is different. It's, it's just different because we're allowed to get together again. And, and then it becomes more pronounced whether or not you've been included. And that can lead to a lot of discouragement. 
Absolutely. And that's really another reason why I'm so excited about this month, because as we focus on these three aspects of being left out in the Christmas story, it's going to be a challenge to us personally, because one of the things that when we see something in the word of God that changes us, right? We don't want it to just change us on the inside. We want to live it out. So the challenge to us personally is as we're learning through the Christmas story, uh, all these different aspects of being left out, we want those things to change us personally. Look at the church and how can it change the church? And then how can we personally and how can the church make a difference in the lives of other people uh, who may be going through uh, a similar thing that we have been going through? Uh, it really helps us in how we handle the feelings that we have. And then as we learn how to handle these feelings of being left out, we can be a blessing to other people because if we've been through it, right, nothing is new. Somebody right. around us is going through the same exact thing. And so God will use us as a catalyst for healing in other people's lives. And so I just want to do a quick overview of what our three next, well, three of the next uh, few weeks are for our story. Uh, in this Christmas season, we have three uh, Bible study devotional, kind of out of the quiet time and the message that Deb was talking about. Today, we were talking about that Jesus understands being left out, and that is so key, and we are so grateful for that. We're also going to talk about the irony of being in, but being out. And and I think you'll, you'll understand what we're talking about that as we get to that particular uh, episode soon. Just interesting place. I think a lot of us can relate to it. And then the third one is great truth from the gospel. Jesus came, you know, here, put on flesh, became a baby, the whole Christmas story, so that no one has to be left out. We don't have to be left out because Jesus came in, which is just truly, truly amazing. But I'm super, super looking forward, Deb, and I know you are, to uh, we are going to have one week where we're going to have a special guest with us, and that guest is Eunice Lai. And we know that our listeners just love Eunice. We love her dearly. And uh, Eunice just went recently in the past few months through a really, really intense uh, COVID season, uh, really intense. And uh, God used that season in many ways, but he showed her a powerful truth about how he uh, is rewriting her story about feeling left out that she used to feel. And she came out on the other side of this COVID experience with a new perspective. So I'm excited. We're excited to have Eunice share how God has rewritten this part of her story where she used to feel left out. And now through going, honestly, so ironic here too, Going through something that leads to isolation has left her feeling like she is no longer left out. There's so uh, the, there's just crazy. the irony. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole nother irony. So and, I'm really excited. And just knowing Eunice, she's going to go out with a bang. <laughs> That's right. We'll, go, we'll end 2021 with a bang. Our scripture text um, we're going to be referring to is Luke 2, 1 to 7. That is the Christmas story. And so rather than reading through... Uh, you know, each one of those scriptures, turn to your Bible, remember, um, I, you probably know most of this in your head anyhow, but just as a reminder, some of the context of what was happening, there was a census that was called, which meant that Joseph and a very, very, very pregnant Mary had to travel to Bethlehem to be counted in a census. Now, you know, nowadays they don't really let you travel anywhere when you are that pregnant, but back then, you know, mm -hmm. that's, there was not an option. So, so a very pregnant Mary is put on a donkey and they travel 
uh, with a number of other travelers uh, who are on their way to Bethlehem. Now, you know, I, I am not a fast traveler with the amount of times that I stop for coffee and then bathroom breaks. <laughs> and I could only imagine at nine months pregnant, um, she's not going to be moving quickly. So they were la- the last one to the parade. I mean, everybody's mm. trying to get there and it's not like you can, you know, go on an app and reserve your space. And yep. so by the time they arrive, very weary, very, you know, oh my goodness, I'm having contractions. She gets to Bethlehem and there's no space and mm. there's no, there's no room available. It's obvious. It should be obvious that she is about to have this baby. But the thing that struck me, Laura, was it, it nobody made room for them. Mm. I mean, it's one thing to say there were no rooms available, but goodness, even the one standing there at the entrance of the inn should look at her and say, here's my bed. Mm. But there was nothing that was offered. Yeah. And so we go back to our title for today that Jesus understands being left out. And, And we can look at the story, starting with Mary and Joseph and their obvious need uh, on the very night of his birth. Uh, he and his family were left out literally, right? Jesus yeah. was left out. There was no place for them to stay. And and you can just imagine that feeling of, of being left out in a night where there is such an obvious need. And yet Joseph and Mary, even though clearly there was an obvious need, uh, that need and Joseph and Mary, they were overlooked because people around them, and this is man, Deb, this is so, this just speaks right here, right? People around them were too busy. They were too distracted. They were too focused on their own needs. And so because the people were too busy, distracted and focused on themselves, they missed out on Joseph and Mary's obvious need. But how can you miss, Deb, seeing the need of a nine month pregnant, weary woman riding on a donkey? These people had to be extremely distracted, extremely busy, and extremely focused on themselves in order to miss something like this. Yeah, what you and I would think would be obvious. Yeah. I mean, I have to ask myself the question, have I ever gotten to the place where I was too busy, you know, and and looked around? I think we all have stories where what was obvious to us, other people just didn't see it. And, and that hurts, you know, it's, it's almost like you're waving a little flag saying I'm drowning here. Does anyone see, does anyone hear me? And, and we feel that pain. We feel that disappointment or maybe even frustration to the point of anger. And, And yet we keep going back to look. these are real emotions and we're not wrong in feeling that way, but it's, what do I do with it? You know, how do I respond to it? And when I run back to the idea that Jesus gets it, like he's Mm -hmm. been there, he's felt that way. How did he respond? Right. And in this case, we're talking about a baby, right? In this particular story, it's not like baby Jesus, although, you know, he knows everything. There were plenty of examples in the scripture where Jesus um, had to be alone, alone in what he stood for and feeling left out. But Mary and Joseph, you know, when you read this passage, you don't see anything about Joseph pitches a fit. Mm. Mary's complaining, you know, it's almost like they just said, okay. And they went and they went to a a barn, you know, a stable, which was probably in a cave. And it certainly wasn't designed for birthing a baby. Right. So rather than moping and being upset, they were like, okay, this is not ideal. 
Mm. but we're going to make the best of it. And so for you and I, there are going to be times where we're feeling that way. And our temptation would be to mope and to make a big issue of it. And yet we need to run back. Father, how would you respond? How did you respond when you felt left out? Wow. That is so huge, Debbie. I mean, I think we could just sit there for a minute and, and soak that in. That is huge. We we need to know how we're supposed to respond according to the gospel when we feel left out. On the flip side, as the church, we need to ask the Lord an important question in this in this topic too. Who have you sent into my life, Lord, that has a need and I'm missing it? Uh, because I'm too busy or I'm too distracted or I'm too focused on my own needs. So I think that's interesting. There's two different perspectives here, right? First, it's it's uh, how do I respond when I feel left out? And then second here is, are we looking actively for the people that God has put into our lives uh, that are feeling left out? And what are we doing that would keep us to miss the one that God has put in front of us? Oh, Laura, it's a matter of priorities. I mean, it's not like you and I would ever intentionally try to cause someone to feel left out, but what's a priority to you is what's where you, it's where your focus is going to be. It's where you put your time and your energy really to what means the most to you. And, and at the holiday time, there is such a pressure to have a certain look, the holiday feel, even this year, you know, cause we didn't do as much of that last year. I remember yep. I hardly decorated the inside of my house because nobody yep. was going to see it. Yep. Yep. You know, and you, you can get really sidetracked, focused on things that are, I mean, they're fun, but they're, they become trivial compared to people, right. Yes. And being sensitive yes. to how people are feeling. I mean, what's your deal? Because you have a whole new house. This is your first <laughs> Christmas, really having well, a Christmas in your house. Yeah. I remember last year I got a little bit wrapped up in decorating the outside of my house, just kind of like you were saying, uh, and putting things on the outside because that's all we could do and definitely spent way too much time at Michael's or on Amazon in order to get the job done. Prior to being in this house and prior to the COVID season, I can feel it already ramping up inside of me again. And I want to make sure that I don't uh, put too much focus on, on some things. One of my things in all my Christmases is I want to have the biggest, best dessert table of all. Like that's what I want my dessert table to be superior. And so the amount of time that I spend looking for new recipes or how to present something a little bit differently, that's a good thing. But it can also be an overwhelming thing and the priorities can get a little whack out of there too, you know, because everybody comes in and they, what do I want? I want everybody to go, oh, best dessert table ever, right? But that can be a little distracting and it doesn't, it's not what it's all about. And so I think that it's easy to, um, I don't know, I'm excited to get back to this year. Now we can come back together because that dessert table is going to revamp and I need to make sure that I am uh, really keeping my priorities right as far as spending time with people because I only have so much of that time in Delaware, Deb. You know, I'm laughing because you and I could not be more opposite. <laughs> everybody know, everybody in Delaware knows that my desserts come from a store and um, <laughs> and I really, in fact, if anything, I farm them out, make everybody else but make, mm, make them. Mm. But, but I have my own, you know, my own things that I like to cramp mm. into my schedule. And mm. you really can tell a lot about a person when you look at their calendar mm-hmm. and how much free time. And so let's just say if we made our lives like a pie chart, Right. Mm-hmm. How, and we divvied up like how much time is being spent on it. Are we so maxed out that we are missing the obvious needs of the nine month pregnant woman? Because we are frankly so busy running from one thing to the next. Yep. 
because needs are not always, um, they're not always obvious. I mean, we're laughing like, how can you miss a nine month pregnant woman? Well, they did. And so how about some of the needs? I mean, all of us have emotional needs, you know, where there might be some sadness. Mm. I think of how many people lost loved ones this year. Yeah. Yeah. Or the last two years and never had closure. Yeah. You know, and this is that first Christmas where that seat will be empty. Yep. Are we remembering that? Are we grieving with them? Are we reaching out? Some of the, some of it's physical, you know, there's a lot of pain that's visible and there's a lot of pain that is not visible and people hide it. There's, there's financial, oh my goodness. You know, with all the changing of jobs, the last two years, um, the financial needs are different and that impacts people's Christmases and everything is impacted by their spiritual needs. Um, most of all, if someone doesn't know Christ, this has been a really hard year of where's my hope? Where is my hope? You know? And so there's a lot of yep. glare. They may, we may say they don't seem very needy, but I'll bet they're hiding it. Yeah, absolutely. Deb. I think that's so true because we all become masters at disguising the pain that we're under. You know, we, we do hide it. Like you just said, some of us hide uh, pain of being left out or hide all of these different uh, kinds of pain. We hide it by being busy. Uh, how many people uh, do we know? This is not what I do, but we hide it by trying to uh, be funny right? Be funny in that area or kind of laugh it off so people don't realize that what we're talking about really is a, a deep a deep need inside of us or really the other extreme, which truth, right? This is where I tend to fall when I, when I find myself in a, a need that is not being met and I'm not operating in a healthy place in any of these four areas that you caught. Um, really, it's the extreme of separating yourself or hibernating so that nobody can see you. My mother always told me that I wear my heart on my sleeve. And so that's probably why I tend to hide when I feel like I have one of these needs that are not being met because I know if I walk out, it's right there on my sleeve, right? right? And I don't want everybody to see it. I want to hide it. I want to keep that mask on. Uh, but we can hide these well. We can try to cover them. We can uh, try to save face, uh, but they're there. And the the amazing thing is, you know, we can try to hide these things in all these different ways, but the Holy Spirit is going to see through all the facades that we put up. He, he'll find us where we're hiding. He knows the sorrow behind the humor, and he knows what's going on in our hearts, even when we try to hurry up and be busy in order to cover up the things that are going on. You know, the fact that he can see what's going on in us, he sees what's going on in other people because he knows everything about everything. Um, I, I put this together with Jesus understands being left out. If you are somebody who right now is going, oh my gosh, you are speaking right to my heart because I, I have felt alone. I have felt anxious about what is this December going to look like? I kind of want it to just be done. I mean, how many people have said, I just want December to be done. Mm-hmm. And, and you're feeling like, I just, I hate this feeling. It like becomes more glaring, um, maybe this time of year, more than other times a year, you just need to know that God knows that you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. He knows and he understands and he has not overlooked you. He has Amen. not missed how you're feeling. And, and he always includes his kids. Yes. Right. He always includes the kids. So if you feel like other people are missing uh, even your existence, right? He knows the number of hair on your head right now, which means n- that has, has no value knowing that, except to know that he he knows everything about you. 
and Amen. and he's not he's not missed you. And then the the cool thing is for the body of Christ where we're all like, yeah, we have felt that way at some point in our lives. He wants to use you to be an encouragement to the other person that he he's going to set you up with. Mm. So he sees the need and he knows how to speak to his kids and say, I want you to be uh, me with skin on yeah. and I want you to get over there and, and encourage that person and include them to pray for the sick, to bring hope to the hopeless. And he, it's like he's a rain. It's like this masterful chess set, right? He's putting all the people yep. in place because he, he knows he knows who's hurting. He knows who's yep. walked a similar road and he knows who is saying, Lord, use me, send yep. me to be there, to be an encouraged to somebody else. Yep. Amen. And that's really the challenge that we can kind of wrap this, uh, this episode up on Deb. The challenge for us all uh, in this holiday season is uh, right now, you know, start praying uh, that we would be the ones who see those who have a need and are feeling left out. So the prayer, you know, could be something like, Father, open my eyes and show me who needs uh, your love shown to them in a practical way. And God will highlight those people to us. If if we ask the Lord to show us those people, it's going to be like Mary, pregnant Mary riding on the donkey. We are going to see the individual that needs the love of Jesus in that moment, and he's going to point us to them. And then we have the opportunity to share that love. Um, it is important to really be aware uh, that feeling left out is a, a very real experience for people uh, right in your own community. Uh, in your own neighborhood or in your church or in your work, there are people all around us, uh, so close to us that just have a need. And we need to put away those distractions and really be aware of those who God puts in front of us. Yep. So I'm just going to pray right now. Okay. I'm just going to pray. Father, I thank you that you understand how I feel when I feel left out. There's not any emotion that I could possibly experience that you have not experienced yourself. And even when on your grand entrance, on your very first birthday of coming to this earth, nobody seemed to care. Nobody um, stopped and, and made a space for you and put a place at the table for you and you get it, but it, you still came because of your tremendous love for us. Mm. And so, Father, we just want to thank you for that. And God, forgive us for the many, many times, even as Christmas comes, that we have put our focus on mm. the bows and the ribbons and and not enough on the real meaning of Christmas. It's like even in our efforts to be holiday-minded, um, we've missed you too. We've missed the opportunities that you might give us to uh, make a difference in someone else's life. So Father, we're asking and inviting you, would you open our eyes? Would you speak to our hearts? Your still small voice, God, help us to hear comments yes. that people would make that would make us so sensitive to the needs that they have. Help us to see as you see them past the facade, past the um, nervous laugh or the isolation mind. Just help us to be able to reach out into that place of loneliness into that place of yes. feeling left out. And we just ask you to do that in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Just 
really a, a beautiful way to end this uh, episode today, Deb. Thanks so much. Next week, we're going to get together and we're going to talk about the irony of being in and yet being out. I know God is going to use this uh, to really reach out to his people and and touch each of us in the place where we're experiencing a need. So God bless you all. Uh, we're just praying for you this week as we go forward and prepare to celebrate his birth together. Uh, we love you. You are not left out and we will see you next week. Adios, everyone. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.